The MyMac Podcast is sponsored by Otherworld Computing. Visit them at MacSales.com or call them at 1-800-275-4576. You're listening to another great podcast in the Stoplight Network. MyMac Podcast 491. Ready to be connected? You're listening to the G-Men on the MyMac.com Podcast. Welcome to my Mac podcast number 491. And yes, you are listening to the dulcet tones of Gasmas, who <laughs> is, although not completely 100% fit, a damn sight better than I was last week. And I've got to say thank you to James Turner for oh, yeah. stepping in uh, very last minute for me. Uh, I put a, a tweet out to him and uh, asked him if he'd do so. And he very kindly stood in. And thank you, James. I think you kept car- Guy under control very well. well as, best, and, as, mo- uh, as best as anybody could. As best as anyone could, especially as you're actually recording the damn show, I think he did a grand job. So, how are you, guy? I'm doing just fine. And yeah, James, really, really appreciate it. And you, you, you did great. You were able to keep up and and yeah, put up with my. Crazy he he knew what to say in the at the right parts as well. I know is, that is, was the is, part is, that. Yeah, and even even when we got to the end of the section, I was like, "Well, do you know what to say now?" And he was like, "Yeah, stand by to stand by." It was like, well, hey. I, well I, I like the way he was trying to get in first as well, so he didn't have to do any of that uh, dodgy uh, foreign talk, which uh, you duplicated, of course. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I forgot to uh, <laughs> to put a new one in, and I don't have a new one for this week either. So. Oh well, never mind. We don't have to do it. It's not. Uh, <sighs> um, but what yeah, I'll do so, is I'll take the Spanish and I'll convert it to like Swahili or something. Yeah, that'll, that'll be good. Do that. Um, <laughs> yeah, good idea. Um, so, so I'm still obviously recovering. Um, uh, Apple stuff. Well, I had to buy an expensive. I've put that in brackets in my commentary. Uh, Apple USB to Lightning cable. Uh, but I don't know yet whether we can use it with a keyboard like we used to be able to using the old iPad that I had and the 30 pin to a USB connection kit or uh, USB to uh, there was an SD kit. It came came with a, an SD kit and a USB kit um, right. originally. Yeah, the old um, Apple um, uh, CCK, I think they call it. Yeah, yeah. But this this one, uh, the the US, the new one, the, the Lightning to USB uh, connector kit seems to complain a lot. The Thunderbolt or the Lightning connection seems to not like anything which has got any drain on power at all. Um, which I think the old one complained about as well, but I think it seemed to be a little bit more forgiving. So anyway, my daughter's got that. She's taken it down. Um, she's going to have to connect the camera to the uh, to the uh, iPad mini so that she can uh, get her photos from the Sony SLR, which, uh, or DSLR, oh, which... It, does it not it. have, does it not have an SD card slot? No, you have to download directly uses, from the camera? It, you, yes, it does, but it wow. uses compact flash. Oh, okay. So she's going to have to use the USB connection straight. And that should be okay, you know, because you've got the power from the camera. Right. But I was also um, more concerned because that, that's less of a concern because I knew that we'd get around that one way or the other. More of a concern is the fact that I want to be able to connect up. She needs to be able to connect up the keyboard that she's got. Which, and this uh, is a USB yeah. keyboard. 
it, it's a USB keyboard, uh, which is USB. It can be USB bus powered, um, but obviously the um, Mini's not going to power it. So we've basically got to make sure that it can be powered through. So what we do? So what we did before? Was wait, we wait. Can I ask? Box. Can I ask a quick question? When you're saying Go keyboard, on. you're talking about like a computer keyboard. You're not um, talking no, like an no, electronic no, no, piano. No, 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 no. Or... No, I'm talking electronic piano key. Ah, okay. I see. I was very confused. Like, well, why don't you just get a Bluetooth keyboard? What's yeah, the big deal? Yeah, no, it's it's electronic. Um, okay. Uh, piano okay. keyboard. And she needs to obviously use that for music. We used sure. to connect it via a USB um, cable to the white MacBook, and that would fire it up. That would give it not only the power, but it would give it the connection so that you could play it into um, GarageBand. Um, now, now it's got. It, does it have a um, like a one eighth jack uh, no, output also? No, so no, you hook up a, no. a speaker to it. No, it's got MIDI ports. Now I've got a oh. MIDI. I've got MIDI cables to USB connection. So what I've said to her to do is to use the old USB cable and put it. And I'm keeping my fingers crossed so we don't know whether it's going to work. Plug the USB cable into um, a socket outlet so it's got some power going to it, so that powers it up, and then use the MIDI connection to the iPad to see whether it then recognizes it. Uh, this is all experimental work from here on in. And um, it, she'll try it, and I've told her just to try the cables in different you know, order of input to see where she can get it to work but we'll have to wait and see if not i've got to think up some of the magical way around it so she well, can use um, the key. there's also there's the um uh the, the iRig pro which is a universal audio midi interface that is supposed to be able to work to ios devices but it's a little pricey it's like 150 us bucks yeah yes but i've still at some point got to have power going to my my first concern is whether the USB connection, which we used to put in the side of the computer, will be powered, whether the keyboard will be powered if we then just plug that into, oh. for example, a an iPhone 5-watt socket outlet. And I don't know whether that should do it, I would have thought, but I don't know what the drain is on the keyboard from the USB port. Um, when it was used to be connected to the white MacBook, and you know what's weird is a lot of these devices that you know, say they can be powered directly from your computer, a lot of them require um, not just the power, but like an active USB port so that there's yeah. activity on it. Yeah, because uh, I yeah, know so. I, I I got a um, it's a, it's an Alesis iOS two it has two XLR inputs, and I figured oh okay I can use that and and go right to the uh, the the iPad and have two powered microphones, but no, I couldn't power it from a USB uh, like a USB hub or from yeah. any other yeah. USB powered uh, you know wall Outlet. socket outlets or yeah. whatever because yeah. it required yeah. an active computer connection. Well, look, we've got like, pretty much the same problem, so we're going to find out. We're yep. going to find out soon enough. Um, also, I've been um, still thinking about um, my. External hard drive options to um, put my iPhoto library and, and and other films onto an external drive, and I've been looking at various different options and still haven't decided which way to go. 
because whatever I get, it's got to be quiet because it's going to be sitting on the desktop and I don't want something whirring away in the background. So I've got a few options. I've spoken to a few people. A few people have given me indications of what they've used on Twitter. So uh, I'm still looking at that one. But I've also, much like I think Alistair Jenks has talked about, been thinking, "Mm, I wonder if they're going to be upgrading the Mac Mini to any sort of degree in, in the future. And um, been wondering, you know, kind of been putting some money aside ready uh, to upgrade. But then I suddenly thought, how magical the change in the white MacBook was when I put an SSD into that. And I suddenly thought, why don't I do the same thing with the Mac Mini? Because I'm looking at the price of uh, 750 gigabyte and one terabyte SSD drives, and they are starting to drop in price to a the sort of price which i think well i might as well get one of them because it's almost reasonable (laughs) well if you add you know a full ssd when you're pumping up uh, a product through apple's website right you know you're halfway there anyway so i'm thinking you know if i just get a a, an ssd and pump it into here and it won't you know if i can get rid of all of the films and the the iphoto library onto a an external drive through thunderbolt anyway um it may mean that i don't have to go quite so big and that will bring the price down so and to a certain degree i have already got a 120 gigabyte ssd that i've got sitting sitting here because i've still got the old one from the white macbook so you know it keeps cropping through my mind to uh to have a go at it so we shall see. We shall see. Um, that is something which I'm still kind of contemplating. Well, there's a... Um, um, go, sorry, yeah, go ahead. Go on. No, please. No, 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 you go ahead. You go ahead. Because I was I'm, just going to say... I, I was going to move on to another subject, so you go ahead. I was just going to say very quickly, uh, now, what kind of Mac Mini is it? Is it the one that has the optical drive or without it? Without. Okay. Um, because our, our wonderful sponsor, OWC, Mac Sales, at your, uh, uh, OWC, Otherworld Computing, which you can find them at maxsales.com. Uh, they sell a kit that allows you to, and I, I don't have it up. This this isn't really part of what we were going to talk yeah, about. Yeah, no, no, I've seen, I think we've spoken about that before, and there's not only OWC, but other companies do them as well. Yes. And I've, I have looked at that, and I think I've mentioned um, that um, my only problem is uh, the expense of getting it from the U.S., so I'll have to look at seeing, because I did hear... Um, your commentary about them uh, having sales through uh, other outlets in Europe. But I'm not sure that they do the full range that OWC do, so I'll have to check that out. Um, But yes, what they'll do is an adapter so I can actually stick in another hard drive. I think that's where you're probably going to go with that one. Yes, exactly. Yes. Um, So that is one thing which, you know, if I'm going to do it, I might do that at the same time, kind of change the main drive over to an SSD uh, and leave the the current drive that's in there, leave it in there as a backup drive so I can back up internally and externally. And, uh, yeah, all would be very good. So we'll, we'll see. I'm still contemplating my uh, my thoughts on that one. Yeah, I'm currently still trying to figure out a way to not only inexpensively but in in a relatively small package be able to use two uh, phantom-powered XLR microphones and get that into uh, an iPad to use at Macworld. And so far, my luck has not been that good. <laughs> so uh, ah. I, now I've got a um, – I, I think it's a um, 
Uh, it's from IK Multimedia, the the i i rig i rig Pro or something along yep. those lines. It's got a um, uh, XLR input and it provides phantom power with a, like a double A battery or or something like that. And then it that the output of that goes directly into the you know the headphone slash microphone slot in the iPhone, which is great to for me to like record interviews and stuff like that on the floor. Um, the the problem is going to be being able to record uh, multiple people on a podcast. Now, what we've always done in the past is kind of pass a microphone around, but I really, I really don't like that, and I, I, <clears throat> I, I just think it would be much better if you know one or two people could share a microphone on one side of the table, one or two people can share a microphone on the other side of the table, and that way you can you can get a, a more like a, a better flow of a conversation instead of going, oh, uh, well, well, Vicky wants to talk now. Give me just a second while I pass this microphone over. Here you go, Vicky, or you know, here you go, Julie, or here you go, Elisa, or you know, whoever else is there. And yeah. you know, it, it's just not very elegant. And I'm looking for ways to to make it a little more elegant. Now there are some solutions, but they range in price to like almost $300. And the fact that I only need this once or twice a year. Means yeah, it's a bit heavy, isn't it, really? Yeah, I really don't want to spend $300 on something that I'm going to record, you know, a half hour to an hour of podcast three times a year. It just, you know, the... Yeah, as 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 they would say on Top Gear, the power to weight ratio is somewhat a, a little it's heavy. Challenged. Yeah, it's yeah, challenged. It's yeah. challenged. Ah, but speaking cool. of speaking of OWC, and you can find them at uh, MaxSales dot com. They have a telephone number one eight hundred two seven five four five seven six. One of the products that they have for sale is the NewGuard KX, and uh, the KX stands for Kinetic Kinetic Energy. Exorbing. You see what they mm-hmm. did there? Exorbing. Exorbing. Yeah. And this is for all of the uh, the various iPhone 5 elements. Mm, iPhone Cs. Well, that's that's the one that I sent you the link to. But they, oh, also, they, I see. they have they have other ones uh for you know the some of the, the various all you know, even even to the original iPhone 5. Oh, uh, cool. And uh they they show a little video where they, they do some drop tests on it. And for for what you're looking at here, it's not that big, and the uh, the price. Oh, I don't even see the price here, but I think it was under thirty dollars. That's reasonable. Yeah, let me uh, go back. Well, you one. carry, yeah. carry on talking about it, and I'm sure we'll find the price. Okay, uh, and actually, as I'm looking, they have them for the five C. It's twenty nine dollars. Yep. They have them for the five and five S, or the iPhone four and four S for twenty five dollars. And the NewGuard KXS, which is impact absorbing screen armor for uh, under eleven bucks, and you can find all of those over at MacSales.com. If you tap on, if you go to like the menu bar at their site and tap on the iDevices section, you will find all of this stuff and so much more over there at OWC Otherworld Computing at MacSales.com. One eight hundred two seven five four five Seven six. Yeah, if you go down to the bottom of that page for the five C's, they've got six videos where they've done uh, all kinds of terrible, terrible things to those poor things. (laughs) Ah, so I guess we should uh, get on over to the the MyMac. Well, before we do, can I just jump in and say 
Okay, so I forgot to finish off the details reference my pick last week. I mean, I was ill. Oh, I, and I, did I say something about it? No, well, you, you, well, yes, but you had to because my sentence was that iTunes doesn't import audiobooks, which, of course, in, in of itself as a statement standalone is completely incorrect. <laughs> However, if I'd said it doesn't do it very well, and if you're trying to import audiobooks from a CD, you get lots of different files and it's not very uh, audiobook playback-ish. Ish, when you're, yes. uh, in fact, it's dreadful because obviously you've got to kind of control it yourself. That's why I use Audiobook Builder because it piles it all into an audiobook which is then recognized as an audiobook by iTunes. So I hadn't quite finished off my, uh, my writing. Uh, so apologies <laughs> to anybody who thought... He's going mad. Of course, it imports CD audiobooks. And yes, I agree, it does, just not very well. But it doesn't so, import waffles, <coughs> which can be round. Which can be round. Yes. Which, okay, so. This is a failing of iTunes. Yes. <laughs> With syrup. And, and I've got a comment about iTunes, actually. Okay. I, I rarely go there anymore now. Since they've cocked up on podcasts and completely changed the process, and everybody you know, got fed up with them. I mean, I think they've improved it a bit now, but I I just rarely go into iTunes. So now I have to conscience, consciously go to iTunes, whereas before I might be in iTunes and I'd occasionally buy a record or perhaps think, are there any films there? Oh, perhaps what's in the App Store? Now I don't go there at all. So Apple, you cocked up. That's all I'm going to say. I still go there. I still go there quite a bit. Um... You know, I, I I still do pretty much get my my podcasts from there. Though I've no, everything I've cut, I've cut way now. I've cut way back on the number of podcasts that I listen to. Uh, partly because my commute to and from work is just not conducive to listening to like three or four hour long podcasts a week. It, it, oh no, yeah, I, I must admit some podcasts are getting longer and longer and longer. And I've started to cut down some of them because, uh, you know, I, I think there's, there must be enough people out there saying, Oh, we want more. We want more. And that's all well and good. But if you listen to a selection of podcasts, I could understand people getting fed up with long podcasts. So let's move on. <laughs> Before this one gets super long. Uh, the only thing we have at MyMac this week, it, it, this is a review f- from uh, Sam Negri. It's the Pioneer A4, oh, I love these names, A4XW-SMA4-K wireless speaker. Many now, funnily, com- enough, yeah. funnily enough, before you jump in and, yeah. and read what he says, I've taken it out, but he does actually say he's going to refer to it from now on as the A4. <laughs> yeah, you know, that would make much more sense. Uh, many anyway, companies sorry. now make wireless speakers. Sam spent a couple of weeks experimenting with Pioneer's A4 XW-SMA4-K wireless speaker. The A4 has a built-in subwoofer that delivers a thumping bass response and resonant audio, sometimes too resonant, at all the lower frequencies. The bass is so powerful that I took the advice offered online and inserted one of my orphan socks into the two holes at the rear of the unit to reduce the thumps to a level more in line with my taste. 
And uh, that sounds like something that people should go on over and read. And if you go on over to the My Mac, Mighty My Mac website, you'll be able to read Sam's comprehensive review. Cool. Absolutely. Um, okay. Facebook. Nope. Nope. <laughs> G plus. Oh. Well, there's there's some stuff over in G plus, but I forgot to forgot to put it in. Um, okay. Well, do do you want do let can you read what Craig Musher had to say because I want to add on something because he did ask me a question in reference to this previously. So I want to just give you a bit that bit of information. But if you read this first, okay. This is uh, this was something that was sent to us through the uh, the mymac.com uh, website's contact us form, which we haven't, hey. we haven't seen that in so long. Uh, from Craig Mosher, he's talking about a trip overseas. He says, hey, guy and Gaz, camera and storage question for you. Do you know a way to move files from an SD card onto a USB flash drive without using a computer? I'm going to Africa for three weeks, lucky you, and taking a GoPro, two Kodak sport cameras, a Nikon DSLR, and my new iPad mini. No one is bringing a laptop. Our team, which is four of them, will be using these to document the building project and the teaching project that we are doing. We're doing time-lapse of the building project with the GoPro. Uh, We'll also be recording short video diaries in the evening. I have quite a few USB flash drives and would like to just repurpose them for this trip instead of spending all the money on several more SD cards that won't get used after this. Any thoughts would be great. And Gaz, thanks for your ideas on the GoPro time-lapse. I'm getting a couple external battery packs and charging them in the evening. Thanks a lot, and keep up the great the great work. That's from Craig Mosher. Okay, re- first of all, reference the um, moving stuff from uh, SD cards onto uh, an external drive. Mm. Not sure about that. That's going to be difficult without an interface. But then, as he was reading, he mentioned the iPad. Yes. So then I thought, I wonder whether the only option is um, to obviously dump the stuff from the SD card onto the iPad. All depends how big his iPad is. This could be a time-soaking experience to do this and then obviously put them back onto an external drive if he's able to connect them and see them from the iPad. But, wow, that's going to be a difficult one. Uh, yeah, Craig. and it, he's he's not going to be able to do it without spending some money. Now, he didn't mention... Uh, what part of Africa he's going to, but I'm going to guess that most likely he's not going to be able to connect cell- cellularly nope. to to upload all these videos and pictures without spending the I fortune. don't think they are. No, I don't think they are. So I started looking at this, and um, I came up with a couple of solutions, and some of them, for, we were talking about this earlier, uh, the pages pages document did not update all the stuff that I put in it for the show tonight. Uh, to, but two of the things I found uh, was uh, a product from Seagate. It's the Wireless Plus. It's a one terabyte hard drive, $179. Now, that's kind of expensive. That's very expensive, actually, for an external hard drive. But what this does as well is it creates its own Wi-Fi network. So you could basically take all of these flash drives <coughs> – that you have video on, you have pictures on, or, or you know whatever it is that you've got, upload those to your iPad, and then in turn connect the iPad to this drive. And both of these 
come with their own apps. As a matter of fact, almost all this stuff comes with their own apps that you can get in iTunes or, or wherever. And then using the device's Wi-Fi network, transfer all of that stuff to the one terabyte drive. Now, the other one I found was the Kingston Digital Y drive. And this is the same price at $179, but it's only 128 gig as compared to the one terabyte. And if you're going to be gone for that long and taking that much video, you're probably better off with a, with a slower drive, but a larger drive. Now, Lacey also do one called the Lacey Fuel. Um, yeah, I which I, didn't which I don't know whether there. I don't know whether that does uh, quite the same thing, but I think that they do one as well called Lacey Fuel. So there's there's a few wireless uh, hard drive options out there, but whether whether the iPad as an interface will then enable him to be able to get, um, I suppose actually as long as he can put the SD card into the iPad and the iPad can see it and then is able to then shift those items from the SD card onto those hard drives, then that would be a possible option, of course, yeah. And and I know this will come as a shock to you, Gaz, but Mm -hmm. OWC also has a solution. Cool. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Well, and it's not an OWC product, but they do sell it. It's it's, it's from Mac Alley, which is a name that's been around there for the Mac world for a very, very long time. It's a uh, it's an enclosure for a two and a half inch hard drive that also has uh, built in Wi Fi. So you can use you, know, you basically you buy this. It's like eighty dollars. It's just an enclosure. You put in whatever size uh, two and a half inch hard drive that you want, and that would include SSDs if if that's the way you wanted to go. And you could uh, you could use the Mac Alley one to go ahead and and put all that stuff in. Cool. And if you go on over to MacSales.com, I'm looking for what is this? Uh, the Mac Alley Zero GB Wi-Fi SD card and USB storage enclosure. Uh, let's see. The manufacturer's part number is Wi-Fi SD, all one word. Excellent. Yeah. So, now, yeah. One of the, the, the item that I'd spoken to Craig on was the fact. He'd asked me about time lapse because I think they're going to be building uh, or they're going to be putting up a building, and he wanted to time lapse it. And he just asked, you know, if I'd got any advice. And the only issues, or the main issues that I thought he'd come across, is obviously the length of time that he'd have the GoPro running for. And when I had the GoPro when I was out on my walks, the batteries, if they were in their good state, would last probably maximum around three and a half to four hours. Yeah, it's not going to last which, all day. Which, which is okay as long as you as long as you know the battery is running down. But then obviously you've got to take it out of its case, change the battery, um, you know, put the next battery in, make sure you haven't moved the the device too much in its current position, and then you know start again. Which isn't a problem as long as you know it's going to happen. But obviously, as the batteries degrade, they they kind of finish off at sooner and earlier times. So what I did was I bought, um, and you can buy skeleton cases for the GoPros anyway, but I bought a case, uh, a completely enclosed case, because I still wanted to have that, the, the device to be you know, pretty much sure. in its full protection. Um, but I bought a cheap case and then drilled a hole in the side where the USB connection is, where it can be powered from an external source. And I've got uh, an external power uh, brick, 
which I just put into my bag and then obviously used the USB connection to the camera. I actually took the, the battery out um, and then just ran it off the external battery and it could it would last then for as long as your external power brick would last, which normally is a damn sight longer than any battery that you might be able to put into oh, yeah. uh, the GoPros. Now, you can obviously do get the extended batteries, but then you've got the same problem. If you've got a battery and it starts degrading and you're in the middle of a country where you can't, uh, get a replacement, you're going to be in the same boat without a, a, a an oar. So <laughs> I think, I think Craig, so I think, I think Craig has decided to go for the external batteries and, you know, as long as uh, it doesn't have any detrimental weather, but if the weather's that bad, they're probably not going to be building anyway. So he can take it, the camera down from its position. Um, and I also mentioned that I didn't think that he needed to take too many shots. Like when I was walking, I was taking one, I think I said I, I ended up taking one every half a second. Um, but, you know, when you've got a building going up, you only really need to take one every, you know, maybe five minutes, which means over the course of a day, he's only going to have, uh, I, can't, I, I think I did the calculations, it's only several hundred uh, images. So the size of SD card will, you know, mean that he doesn't, he doesn't need to have Lots of SD cards taking, um, you know, capturing true. the imagery. So it won't help him with the power problem. But, but <coughs> no. yeah, he he wouldn't. You wouldn't need a whole lot of storage if you know. And even I mean, because they're talking about, I guess they're going to be there for three weeks. Yeah. So I'm guessing these aren't like really large buildings that they're putting up. Uh, even even if you went as as much as like one shot every minute. Yeah. Um. You know, that's six. Well, that's, that's sixty frames ten, an hour, which is two seconds ten. of video. That's and that's and that's if it's ten hours a day. If they're working solid ten hours a day outside, that's still only six hundred images. Yeah. So it's nothing. It's absolutely nothing because they Which can take like thousands. So yeah. So um, yeah, well, it's I think more than that, two minutes because it's thirty yeah, frames a second. I think he'll be. I think he'll be right on that side. You know. So, um, um, but it was the it was the power source to make sure it kept taking those images because yeah, just because you're not taking an image. Except for like one a minute doesn't. It's still counting the GoPro down. It's, isn't isn't using power. No, it's still counting time. down. Yeah, it's still counting down. So yep. Um, and the other thing is to um, on the options of the GoPro, turn off as many of the external flashing LEDs that tell you it's about to operate because um, obviously you don't need them because there's one on top, one in front, and one either behind or at the bottom. I can't remember where, but there's several several flashing LEDs and you can you can define which ones actually are working or not. So yep. you know, reduce those as well and it helped with the power output. So yeah, that's where that question came from. And if anybody else has got any ideas, certainly any ideas when it comes to moving data, uh Craig's moving data from an SD card onto a external drive without much in the way of a, a, a interface uh, intermediary device, yeah, then uh, let us know and we'll pass it on. Yep. Uh there was some stuff over at uh, at Google Plus, uh, but it was mostly just funny stuff. Alistair Jenks put in some. Alistair Jenks joined the iOS uh, developers community. Yeah, which I thought was uh, which was great. <laughs> Looking forward to seeing what he makes with it. Well, have you not seen his um, his? I've already bought an application from him. No, I did not know. What is it called? Uh, let me have a look on my phone because it is on my phone and I've just got to find it. It is called CapMate and it's basically uh, a way of measuring exactly how much data you're using on your phone over cellular. Well, I think you can use it over um, 
uh, other options as well. So it's not just whether it's um, going over cellular, but that's his major intention of the application. Uh, and I've got it installed, but I've not been on any cellular yet, so it's not giving me any data. But uh, yeah, cap mate. Um, Is that all one word? Go- no, I think I think it's high. It might be hyphenated. Oh, but if, if you go over to it. Google Plus, you'll find it. So if you look for Alistair. Yeah, and it's ninety nine cents. So you know, yep. we'll we'll give uh, we'll give you a plug there, Alistair. Go over to iTunes, everyone, and check out Capmate C A P M A T E with a space between the P and the M instead of one word, like I typed it in, so I couldn't find it at first. Uh, and that's from Alistair Jenks, ninety nine cents. Now the okay. only the only other um, well, Eric Diaz asked uh, if there's any good deals in the refurbished section of the Apple Store website. <laughs> <laughs> and whether these computers are worth it. I say yes. I think uh, you pretty much well, say the same thing, don't you? Yeah, well, absolutely. I mean, the one thing is, yes, there are always good deals. What you have to do with a refurb is get in mind what you're looking for. Make sure that you are happy with the specification mm-hmm. of a device and of a unit because the one thing that the refurb store isn't very good at, and this is where you've got to look at the dates, is telling you, you know, exactly when a model is. It'll tell you that it was released in mid-July 2011. So you've got to know, you know, whether the device that you're looking for was a, you know, mid-July 2011 device or whether it was later or earlier. Uh, and then, obviously, make sure that you account for the, the price because it'll give you the discount for the product at the point it was released, it won't yes. give you the discount for the current product. So it may show you a massive discount for a product, and you think, oh, that's got to be a good deal. But then when you work it out, you think, hang on a minute, that's a much older product, and you know, is it actually worth what I'm after? So just be a bit careful. But generally, refurb products are cracking. Yep. Now all, the, of my, all of my products have been refurb. All, that, that's pretty much all I've bought too. Yeah, and I, you know, you don't get a brand new spanking box with it. And some people, you know, if if, <laughs> if, if, you, saving, if, you, if you want a fancy box, yeah, and you and you're prepared to pay the new price for the fancy box, then fine. But you know, it, that you basically just don't get a brand new box. But they have been retested. So these these devices, and sometimes, I mean, the, the the one I've got here, I actually bought was supposed to have a 500 gigabyte hard drive. And when I got it, it had a 750 gigabyte hard drive. Yeah. So occasionally, as well, uh, which I see my comment on the uh, um, on Google with reference to this um, um, stream of uh, intelligent uh, requests on refurbs, um, has been stated by other people. Occasionally, it does happen, and yes, it does happen. You'll you'll always get something better than what you think you're going to get. You won't get something worse. Um, and you know, but don't rely on that being the norm, but and, refurbs, yeah. refurbs are fine. Refurbs are fine. Uh, one thing I would also add is, you know, you, number one, you need to kind of research what it is you're going to buy because many of Apple's products now are, you can't upgrade the Ram. You can't upgrade the storage. Yes. And yes. like, for example, um, I was, I was at a, uh, went to a pawn shop yesterday for various reasons. And they had a uh, an 11-inch MacBook Air at a, at a reasonably good price, and they would have come down even more on it. And I started looking at it, and it was only 2 gigs of RAM and a 64-gig internal uh, SSD drive. And it's like, you know, I can do pretty much better than this with my iPad. 
yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's yeah. that's like of the same vintage. So and you the, couldn't take it to Mavericks. No, so you've got, you've got to you've got to really check. That's why you've just got to know what you're looking for and make sure that the the refurb item that you you, you think is an initially a deal is actually a deal. So, uh, but yeah. that's that's the only caution I'd give on it, really. And the only other thing over there in Google Plus is I compared myself to Mr. Kid, who was one of the James Bond villains from Diamonds oh, yes. Are Forever. Um, normally, being a James Bond villain might be awesome, but he and his partner, Mr. Wint, were less scary than just plain creepy in that ice cream truck dude playing Helter Skelter kind of way. And somebody actually asked why I have my hands up by my head. Now, I no longer have the long hair that, that you see in this. This is like 2007, I think, was when this picture was taken. I actually have no idea why I have my hands up in the, in the air like that. I think it may have been something that John Nemo had asked me to do before he snapped the picture. But obviously, if you look at the picture in my avatar, I'm very happy. I'm a happy guy. Good. I'm yeah. glad about that. <laughs> me too. Okay, so should we get out this uh, section? Because it's running a bit long. Well, I, I know. Actually, one last thing. Uh, we got something from Twitter from Bob DeGrand. And I don't understand it, Bob. You need to <laughs> let me know what this means. He put uh, this, and then he shows a backslash symbol, is a backslash. It's never used in URLs. That's a plain old slash. It's often used in Unix. I don't understand what that means. So I must have put something out there that had a backslash in it and I shouldn't have. So that's it. So get us out of here, Gaz. We are running long. Okay, everyone, just remember, and I'm going to try and do this in a relatively normal, straightforward voice. Yay. Stand by to stand by. And we'll be right back. Right back. Hey, guy, there's a new podcast out. Great. What's it about? Let's Talk Apple. Well, yeah, we will. We will. But uh, what's the podcast called? Let's Talk Apple. <sighs> okay, if you want to. Uh, Rainier, Silken, Gold Rush, Pippin. What are you on about? I'm talking Apple. Huh? That's what you wanted, wasn't it? Us talking about apples? Well, there we go again. Tangentially, as usual, moving off topic. Did you know Bart Bouchotts has a new podcast out? Yep. Let's Talk Apple. Jeez. This is Dave Hamilton from the Mac Geek Cab, and I never listen to Guy and Gaz, uh, the G-Men, on the MyMac Podcast. And welcome, everyone, back to the second part of, of course, it's the second part of the MyMac.com podcast. We are so glad they, of all the podcasts that you could have chosen, you chose ours. Oh, you know, something. Fools. Fools. <laughs> fools. Fools. Something we didn't mention in the first section. Um, the, the, the bumper contest is full on. So if, if yeah. you have an idea for a great bumper, remember, no longer than like five to seven seconds. And it, you can pretty much say uh, whatever you want, though. Please you know, keep it clean so that we can actually... I don't know. Use it. Use it. Um, send them in. Uh, there'll be a random drawing for three winners. And then hopefully, and this hasn't been confirmed yet, uh, two special prizes for two for two bumpers, one that Gaz likes and one that I like. 
Uh, but the, the first top three prizes will be universally open to everyone. And thanks to OWC for supplying those prizes. Other world computing, maxsales.com. Cool. <laughs> okay. Um, I, speaking of, uh, max sales, I, I got an email from, oh, darn it. Andy Markin, who is, uh, their PR guy. Right. And, uh, they had just come back. He and Larry, o- Larry O'Connor had just come back from CES. And one of the things that was really being pushed at CES was, uh, connectivity basically for anything and everything. And the CEO of Cisco, and let me get his name here, John Chambers, says that he sees Internet-enabled objects everywhere he turns. And apparently uh, Cisco wants to connect you know, everything and your Aunt Matilda to the Internet so that you can always know where everything is going. And I don't know if I'm particularly... Uh, happy with that. Um, I just wonder, you know, it, it, it's one thing to have a device. Ooh, excuse me. <laughs> it's one thing to have a device that allows you to connect to the internet. And I think it's a, it's a completely different thing to have devices that allow the internet to contact you or to keep track of what it is that you're doing. And we're starting to see more of this between uh, wearable devices, uh, your cars are becoming, for lack of a better term, becoming uh, smarter. Uh, there's actually insurance companies uh, in the United States that if you put this little device on your car that will monitor how you drive, they may reduce the amount that you pay for car insurance. Yeah, yeah, that's been around in the UK where they do it. They they particularly give it to teenagers. Because the cost for teenage insurance is ridiculous. Uh, is ridiculous, yes. Yeah, and of course, but the, you know they're the ones who have the most accidents as well. Well, yeah, there's, there's a reason for it, but obviously, you know, every not, you shouldn't tire everyone with the same brush. But we obviously do, of course. Yeah, and I don't know if a, you know a couple of quid off my insurance each year. I would want my insurance company to know. You know, how fast I'm driving, how long it took me to get from A to B, how hard I was braking, you know, all the rest of that. I don't know. Um, Now, of course, Apple has not put their hat into the ring as far as uh, wearable devices other than like what a Bluetooth headphone set or something along those lines maybe. Um, But, you know, you've got companies like Google have put out Google Glass, which has been – you know, the nerds love it. Apparently, everybody else thinks it's like uber creepy. Uh, I don't wasn't know. Somebody, wasn't somebody, um, uh, weren't they prosecuted for wearing Google Glass while they were driving recently yes. in America? Yes. And um, there was somebody recently, uh, Nick Starr was actually kicked out of a restaurant because he refused to remove his Google Glasses at the request well, of the management. Well, can I say here, good on the management by sticking by it. You know, if if that's what they feel and that's what they want, then sorry, Nick Star, you're an arsehole. Oh, I shouldn't have said that, should I? Really? No, it's okay. He kind of is. From what I understand, I've never met him myself. Well, you know, anybody, not just Nick Star, but anybody who does that, it's like if somebody's smoking in a restaurant, 
you know, I know it's it now everybody knows that you shouldn't be smoking, but if there are rules in a place where you're going, people now, and this really winds me up, that's why I kind of went over the top with my wording back there, is people think they have the right to do things. And you've got to remember, you're going into, you know, somewhere where other people are going there because they don't think other people are going to be doing the sort of stuff that you think is okay. perfectly okay. Yeah. And it really winds me up when people, you know, think, oh, it's not a problem, I can do this because, one, I can do it. You know, they they, they come out with their, it's my human rights. I really, yeah. uh, you know, I, I want to punch someone in the face when they say that because, you know, there are no human rights like that you you earn it you, you you go around and you respect oh you can tell i'm on my high horse can't you i'm really no, go ahead go ahead I'm, I'm, oh, I'm wound up about that really wound up so um you'll have to bleep that last word <laughs> i'm leaving it uh, yeah no don't leave it bleep it bleep it please bleep it but uh yeah yeah it does i do get wound up by things like that and good on the 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 restaurant for you know sticking by their guns but but he'll probably go through some stupid process of saying i'm going to take you to court you know and oh, then it's going to cost them money to say don't be stupid oh, I, I do well now one as far as google glass goes the the argument i've heard is that well all these restaurants have uh security cameras and you know so far, so so on and so forth that that's kind of generally monitoring the area of you know where people are and and kind of what they're doing, uh, but the, the difference is with Google Glass, you can get right up in somebody's face and see. No, 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 no. The difference is, guy. Go ahead. If that restaurant started putting out footage from that those cameras, uh, how how long would that restaurant last? Not long. Now, if some if a person goes in and they put out that imagery, it's not the restaurant's fault, but they could get and get tarred with a bad brush. But you're relying on someone else not to put it out, whereas the restaurant are doing it for a very specific reason, and that is security. And that is they're going to try and hold on to that, you know, that um, that film and not use it because they've got a funny image going on, you know. Whereas someone else going in there can can do what they like with the, you know, the images that they may or may not be taking. There's a there's a massive difference, massive yes. difference. I would I would agree with that. Well, well, tell me, uh, putting Google Glass aside. Um, yeah, yeah. Let's not tar Google Glass with this brush because it could be the same for anything. Yeah. Uh, what do, What do you think about things like uh, smartwatches? Okay. All right. So we're going really away from the the conversation that we've really just been having as to well uh, wearable. In, we're talking about wearable. Well, technology. no, 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 no. But we're going away from obviously it being um, an imposition on people's privacy per se. Uh, if we're talking about wearables, smartwatches, no, ain't going to happen yet. It just ain't going to happen. That the it it's got to be. I think we are going down the avenue of having products which will be easily um, – they will easily connect with our current um, computer of choice. Now, I, I chose my words carefully there because um, that may mean that the wearable device that you've got easily connects with either a MacBook Air or your um, your laptop that you carry around with you or your iPad or other tablet of choice or your smartphone, iPhone, or, or whatever whatever else it is. And I think 
wearable devices have got to give you something, a measure or some piece of information or feedback um, which is useful to you, but that you can collate and gather that information which is then useful to you going forward. And at this point in time, I think the exercise brigade is probably, and obviously your health, so you're talking heartbeat, blood pressure, etc. So I think that from the health perspective, wearable technology is going to be um, moving forward at a much greater rate when it comes to exercise and health than anything else. Now, Google Glass does a really good job when it comes to taking pictures and video, um, but I think you've got, uh, you know, the um, privacy concerns, which people are a little bit, you know, up in arms about. Oh, very much so. But unless there's something else which they can suddenly come up with, which obviously gives you data or gives you something that we currently don't have, then that's as far as it's going to go for the time being. Yes. Did that make any sense? Yeah, it did. It did. Um, you look at the, uh, the the two smart watches uh, that, that are currently out that you know people probably know about, which is the the Samsung um, was it Galaxy Gear? Yeah, I think is what it's called, and the yep. uh, the Pebble. Yeah, uh, Pebble got a lot of traction. In uh, it started as a Kickstarter campaign. Uh, my problem right now with devices like the Gear, which only work with a, a select number of, of Samsung's phones, and the the Pebble, is what functionality is it bringing that you can't get by just taking your phone out of your pocket, and things like the Galaxy Gear and the Pebble, unless they can do something on your wrist better or at least just as good as the phone or whatever connected device you have uh, that's in your pocket, there's no point in it. And I think that, that, that neither of these products have really sold that well. I know that Samsung made a ton of the the, the Galaxy Gear uh, smartwatches, but I don't think many people are buying them. I think so, I think I think we're in total agreement. It, it's at this point in time, it's a it's, it's a solution in search of a problem. Yeah, and that's why I think Apple haven't come out with anything yet because they they tend to have you know is this really useful? Do we really want to use this? And at this point in time, I, I don't think there's yeah. anything out there. And that so, doesn't mean that Apple, but, but doesn't that's in their what, laboratories have something that they're that they're working on uh, i think the people at, at you know whoever it is that's in charge of some of these these uh research and development products uh or uh, in charge of research and development uh of products in apple have looked at what's currently out there and looked at whatever stage apple's devices are in and said you know this isn't ready that you know this doesn't bring anything to the table that that but- that's going to make people want to buy it, other Absolutely. than the fact that it has an Apple I've, logo. I've gone to I've gone to the Apple um, webpage in the UK, and if you scroll down the page, it's got introducing the night fuel band, exercising. Right. It's got the night fuel band. It's got a different one further down, unless that's the same as the one at the top. So it's a night fuel band. It's then got the Withings or Withings Wi-Fi smart body analyzer. So it scales. So it's again exercise come health. It's got 
um, lumbo back posture and movement, right? So we're talking exercise and health. It's got the, it's got a bike computer thing here. Exercise, health. It's got another thing here, which is golf sensor. So I'm assuming that's going to look for a Volkswagen? golf string. He's very good. I think this is a, a <laughs> I think this is a golf swing analyzer. Ah. But again, you're talking sport. You're talking something. But you know, a lot of us play golf, but there's an awful lot of people that don't. But again, you're talking exercise. Oh, an exercise. You're talking health. So that's where we're at at this point in time when it comes to wearable technology. Um, I'm sure that there are also, as I mentioned earlier, blood pressure monitors which you can get, right. and heart rate monitors, all of that sort of stuff. Um, and, and that's, that's where we're at. And until there's something else, which, you know, kicks in, um, and, and what'll come, what'll happen with all of these products is people will then get into a stage where insurance companies will then start saying, Hmm, hmm. we'd like to take a little bit of that information because we might be able to reduce your insurance costs. If you're proving that your yeah, heart rate health, and your right. blood pressure and, so then people are going to kick against them saying, I don't want those insurance companies knowing every single thing about, you know, my state of health. And then those people that can't afford them, their insurance goes up and we get into a whole new state of, you know, privacy and who's taking that information and what they're doing with it. It, it, it just goes on and on and on. Well, honestly, I am not ready to be that connected. No, no. Now, as, as far as as far as cars go, I like now. You know, we've we've talked about you know my idea of of how uh, iOS devices could be introduced in cars, and I, I won't go into that again. But that still comes down to you're using a, an iPhone or you're using an iPad for uh, basic car functionality, the stuff that you would do from a center console anyway. Um, I'm not looking at it as, you know, let's gather all of this information about what this car is particularly doing at this moment and beaming it out to somebody else. Because I don't think that, you know, frankly, whatever it is I'm doing in my car, that's my business. And it's not anybody else's business. And I don't like the idea of outsiders knowing everything about me. And my name is not Guy Searle, by the way. No, I, I know that. And, and just just a point. <laughs> Everything you do in your car is not anybody else's business until it becomes someone else's business, of course. So, but I know where you're coming from on that statement. Yeah. Um, it, it, the, the the issue is obviously what is going to be done with that information and how is it going to be used? I think against the point us? is against you. Yes. Yeah. Yes. That's the thing. Crikey, we've opened, opened up a whole bag of worms. I there, know. And you know what? We should probably stop. Before before this goes, we could be sitting here, you know, it'll yeah. be midnight East Coast time in the United States. Like, well, I really don't think that the Nabisco cracker people have any idea or any business knowing what type of peanut butter I put. Well, that that Nabisco cracker, it's Wi-Fi enabled, so they know exactly what kind of cream cheese you're putting on your cracker. Macro, macro technology, that's the future. <laughs> well, you know, James and I were talking about uh, iBeacons. And, yes, yes. Um, that's almost is a different type of subject because that's more geared toward uh, what is it that you want to buy right now. Yeah. 
as compared to, well, let's gather more and more information on you so that we can figure out how we can make more money from, I, I don't know. You know, the, the whole thing, the whole thing is still up in the air and it's probably going to be a couple of years before it's all sorted out. Um, but I, I seriously do not want to be that connected and hopefully it'll never come down to where you have to be. So I, I you ready to get out of here, Gaz? Take us out, God. Oh, God, stand by to stand by. And we'll be Batman. Right back. Right back. Need a hard drive? Otherworld Computing at MaxSales.com. How about a hard drive enclosure? Otherworld Computing at MaxSales.com. Optical drives, memory, Mac and iOS accessories, Otherworld Computing at MaxSales.com. Fantastic support, video how-tos, Otherworld Computing at MacSales.com. Think it's difficult to find the right components that will work with your Mac? OWC makes it easy to get just what you need, and you can rest easy knowing it will be exactly what works with your computer. Still unsure? Give them a call 24 hours a day, 7 days a week at one 800 275 and talk to their sales associates or support staff and see for yourself. That's 1-800-275-4576 or online to otherworldcomputing at maxsales.com. Tending to digress or to reply to questions obliquely. The G-Men on the MyMac.com podcast. And welcome back to the third section of the mighty MyMac.com podcast. More 91. Nine more shows before we're not all doing this together because it'll be at the Mac World Expo. So it's, <laughs> it's well, it, you know, honestly, it's still, it's still kind of up in the air uh, when the actual celebration for the 500th episode will be because I, yeah, I, I kind of did the math and I think we'll be in. Uh, our at the Mac World Expo. Well, let's wait and see. Let's not worry about that now. Let's oh, but not go I, on and on. And, it, but I worry about all it, kinds of things, guys. Yeah, it. it'll happen when it happens. I'm <sighs> nodding my head. Oh, hit it. Gases tips. Gases tips. Gases tips. It's time for Gases tip. <laughs> right. <laughs> did you see what I did there? Yeah, I moved you. I moved you. <laughs> Sorry, that was the running horde that, that's digitally connected to the internet. That's fine. Okay. <laughs> Activity monitor on the dock. Did you know that you can monitor your CPU usage, history, network usage, or your disk activity by having the activity monitor on your dock and running? It will bring up, if you've got your dock up all the time, you'll be able to see any one of those four uh, options uh, in your dock, running, and you can see how the usage is going along. Neat little trick I... for something which is free. Now, oh, there it is right there. So, so what you do monitor. is you put it on your dock, you get it running, you leave it on your dock, so you keep it on your dock under the options. But then under the dock icon option, it tells you, um, uh, sorry, under the monitors, it can show you the activity monitor for CPU usage, uh, the history or the clear the history, um, in the dock icon rather, it can monitor the usage, the history, the network usage, or it'll show you your disk activity. 
which um, I think is quite good. Well, I just put – I just actually – and you can find that in, in your utilities folder. Yes. Now, I just put that in the dock and I'm hovering over it and it's not doing nothing. Or do I just hit it? Do I have you have to right-click it and then – so it's in your dock, yeah? Running right. in your dock. Mm-hmm. So right-click on it or option-click on it, I assume. And then it should come up with monitors, dock icon, and options and all of those things, yeah? No, it's not. It's uh, – I right-click. Right click. Well, yeah, I, I – well, I'll tell you what. Let me do this. I will – Control click it, or no option, ah, command click. No. Okay, so have you tried? Have you tried right clicking it? Yes. And when and, I, you, and when I right click it, it comes up. Oh, now it just did it. Oh, okay. So in dock icon, it gives you an option to click on. Yeah, it didn't do it before, but now it is. Yay! <laughs> it's it's. And, it's this. I must be using the the Fort Lauderdale version of OS ten because <laughs> it's 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 a little behind everything. Are you so nodding your head? I am nodding my head. Ah. That's the end of Gaz's tips. That's the end of Gaz's tips. Is that the uh, the end of the tip? Will you let me finish? Gaz's tips. <laughs> Apparently, I, w- I wouldn't let Activity Monitor finish either. <laughs> Rather than sh- nodding my head, I was shaking my head. Oh, yeah. Oh, God. Okay. Um, okay, now, s- since I've been off sick, I'm going to jump in here. Go ahead. Um, since I've been off off sick, and, well, I've been back to work at the back end of this week, but I've not been able to sleep very much at night. It's an, and when I was actually at home in bed going, woe is me, um, <laughs> everybody knows about this, but I'm going to say it here. Netflix. Awesome. That is my app pick because I've used it on my iPhone. I've used it on my iPad. You can use it on your computer, although I don't because I don't particularly want Silverlight installing, but I've also used it on my Apple TV. And I love the way you can pick up a program that you've been watching on somewhere else. You go to another part of the house, you pick up another device with Netflix, and you can continue watching it. Okay, it's £5.99 over here a month. I'm not sure how much it is in the US. It's seven ninety nine. It's it's just a great service. Sometimes they haven't got the films that you want. Yeah. That's the same with lots of different services as well, music services, Spotify, etc. all of those others. They all struggle to have absolutely everything. But the majority of the stuff it's got is great, and it's a great little service, and it's my pick, na-na-na-na-na. Well, do you know who complains about that is, is people that do not understand how digital content works? Yes. That all yeah. of these services do not control the content that they are being allowed to present to you. And I see it all the time in iTunes where they'll sit there and say, well, you have episodes four, five, and six of uh, Star Trek The Next Voyager, but you're missing the the first five minutes of number seven. It's like, well, dude, you know, that's what they gave them. You know, Apple has nothing to do with it. Netflix has nothing to do with it. It's what they're being allowed to serve up to you, and it's what they're being given. True. <sighs> do you now, have a pick, guy? I do. I do. Uh, and it's uh, it's not seven ninety nine a month. As a matter of fact, it's absolutely free. Uh, free. Free. Now everybody knows about Microsoft Office, and everybody knows that uh, you have to pay and pay <laughs> yearly now for Microsoft Office with their they're in Adobe's new way of sticking it to you once a year. 
But there is a uh, an alternative solution. Actually, there's quite a few. But the one I'm going to talk about right now is Open Office. You can find that at openoffice.org. Uh, it's not only good enough for most of what you want to use an Office product for. It is absolutely free. So go on over to openoffice.org and uh, download OpenOffice, and you can uh, alternate word your way to paradise. Woo. Woo. No people's pick, guys. Oh. <laughs> oh, and, uh, you know, and, oh, you know what? Ooh, it's uh, not uh, here. Ooh, ooh, uh, ooh, uh, ooh, ooh, Remember I was telling you about that, uh, oh, darn it. Well, well, come on, get a grip, will you? No. I'm, I'm, I'm just, I'm so angry. You, you, you're so angry. Why are you so angry? Because we actually have a new iTunes review. And you forgot to get it. No, I did, and I put it in. Oh, and it's it's lost it, hasn't it? Yeah, yeah. but I, I just opened up because I still have it in comment cast, so I just opened that up real, real quick. Right. And this is uh, from, uh, I'm not sure how to pronounce it. It's Penguin, but instead of an E, he has a three, so it's p 3 Penguin from the United right. States. He says, right. a great gem. I went searching for new Mac Apple podcasts. And found this one instead. Awesome. I love these guys. I hope there are many more to come. Thank you, B3 Anguin Ninja. Oh, I forgot for to throw in the ninja part. B3 Anguin Ninja. Nice one. <laughs> yeah. And if you will uh, send me an email, you will get something so great and so wonderful that you will wonder how you lived your life before you receive this. Can can you believe this, what I'm saying, guys? I, I can believe it, yeah. Yeah, because I'm full of crap. It's really yeah, not that big of a deal. <laughs> but it's that's, pretty. That's why I believe it. And it's something that doesn't cost you a darn thing and fortunately doesn't cost me a darn thing. And it's a Wooty. And that's with a capital W, capital O, capital O, capital T, little I, little E. And if you want one of those, do an iTunes review like P3 Anguin Ninja did. And you can uh, let me know that you put it in there by sending me an email to guy at mymac.com. Or um, that's the preferred way. You can also get a hold of me by going to Twitter. It's twitter.com forward slash Mac Parrot. <laughs> oh, that, 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 that parrot, it's, it's sounding good. But you have done it better, so I know that, that you're still a little ill, but you're on the mend, and that is good. Now, how can people get a hold of you to, to send you well wishes? Dead easy. Send an email to gaz at mymac.com, G-A-Z. Zed. Or on the Twitters, twitter.com forward slash gazmaz, G-A-Z. Zed. M-A-Z. Zed. You can, you can also contact both of us on the Twitters at guy and gaz, that's G A. Ooh, careful, careful. G-U-Y-A-N-D-G-A-Z. Um, you can also send uh, feedback to feedback. Like, like Craig Mosher my, did. Like, like Craig Mosher did to feedback at mymac.com. And we have a Skype number. It's a wonderful Skype number that is just not getting the attention it deserves. And that's uh, outside of the United States. One, area code 703 Four three six nine five zero. Yeah, make it real big. Nine five zero one seven zero three four three six nine five zero one. And I would like to say thanks to everyone who has downloaded 
the MyMac podcast this week. Both Gaz and I really appreciate it. We and do. Make sure you we get do. those bumpers written and send yeah, those please, in so that we can get, get them you answered. In. Yeah, we love we we always have a bit of fun with those. So yep. uh, yeah, please. And as soon as we know what those prizes will be, we'll let you know. We'll let you know. We're not sure what they're going to be yet either. Ah. Okay, guy. Yeah. Even though I'm still not 100%, I think oh. that this has been the best show that we've ever done. Ever? Well, at least this week. Oh, yeah, this week. And I think that we are good enough this week, smart this enough this week. week. No. Doggone it. So many people this week have said that they like us. They do. And thanks, Gaz. I, I know you're still not 100%. And I appreciate you coming in. And I would just like to say, Estoy muy contenta de Gaz. Yesi siente mejor porque ia, ia, y chaba de menos. Oh. Oh, thanks. End. Thanks for downloading this podcast. You can also find other great podcasts on the Stoplight Network, like the Tech Fan Podcast, Three Geeky Ladies, Not Another Mac Podcast, the Mac Specialist Podcast, Geekiest Show Ever, the TeacherCast Podcast, the Apple Junkies Podcast, and the all-new App Minute Podcast. More noise can't be found. Gaz is feeling better. Listen to something else.
That'll do. That'll do it. That'll do it. That'll do, pig. That'll do. All right. Well, since you weren't here last week, why don't you start us off? Okay. Um, do you want us to go straight into what we're talking about then, or are you going to go into OWC? Uh, we'll, we'll get to it after we finish talking about our other stuff. Okay. <laughs> 